Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a dick-sized debate and a girl who's wondering if she should or not. Check it out. Enjoy. Share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your questions, your stories. I say it every episode. I'll say it one more GD time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it all works. That's how it goes. You listen to the show. You listen to the emails. You get your highs. Get your laugh on. You get us talking you through a workout or your commute or your lunch break. And you tell a friend so that we get more people to listen to this on a weekly basis. That's how it goes. Review. Subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. That's all you got to do. those nuts. Feather those nuts. Hit, hit, hit up that Patreon. Patreon. That's a good reminder, Shelby. Pa- we are doing things on Patreon. Coffee with J-Train every Saturday. That's me just, just really riffing, really <laughs> throwing it out there, taking on the tough subjects. Finally bringing some energy. Finally a Uh-oh. little... Guest chiming in early. Yeah, a guest chiming in early, but we're happy to have her. It's okay. Listen, I Patreon is the place where I literally, and I'm writing the blogs. Every episode, I write about the guests without them knowing after my, my thoughts on the episode. Yeah, that's right, crowd. Studio audience is hot today. They're really on it. They're really quick today. They're usually a little behind. I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, new to the podcast. Took too long. Super funny. Super hilarious. Ariel Elias, thank you for coming on. You're invited in. Thank you for having me. It's fine now. <laughs> Great guest alert. Look at that. Wow. Honored. Welcome to the show. The voice is so kind. The voice is kind. The voice is strict but fair. Yes. The voice with a capital V. Capital V. I imagine that voice that chimes in Shelby's you know, sound drop voice is just those big lips in the Amazon commercial that had the Freddie Mercury song over the holidays. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? It's a very like Wizard of Oz feel. Yes. Do we have any more to press? Feather those. <laughs> no, no, no. So, <laughs> listen, people. J Train dishing out advice straight from. Cool. <laughs> you can't. That's my full address. I guess I'll bleep that. Yeah, you gotta bleep. Uh, I thought we got rid of that drop. <laughs> full address. It's ridiculous. Bleep that shit. Okay, Ariel. It's great to have you. All of you should go follow her, support her. She's so funny. At Ariel S. Elias. A-R-I-E-L-S, Elias. Go follow, go support. It's on my Instagram right now. We were just talking. You have a sto- You have a show. Love the concept. Thank you. Liz McGee came up with the concept. Okay. 
And it's called, please explain to the listeners. It's called All Female Reboot. It's a sketch show that reimagines movies that are led by men Love and parodies it. them if they were led by women. Because it's like that thing, it's like a tired old trope of like, all we get, like a lot of movies get rebooted for women. Sure. And it's like, hey, like women are writing actual scripts. Like you could give us like original it's My biggest roles. problem with that Ghostbusters wasn't that it was an all female reboot, is that you've wasted a movie with all right. these funny people in yes. it that could have been an original movie. Yes. And it's inevitable that you're going to compare them to the original. Of which course. It's, never, it's like we, it's never going to be the same never. as the original. Never. And also, you're never going to hit... That movie found us at a certain age. You know, it's like yes. when people talk shit on Adam Sandler. It's like, you loved his movies at the time because you were a certain age mm -hmm. and it hit you at the right time in the moment. And now you're watching the movies now... And if you were at that age, you'd probably still like those oh, movies. Oh, yeah. They still hold up for me. <laughs> they, I'm saying the new ones. The, oh, sure. The, the, the old ones still hold up, but everyone makes fun of the new ones. And it's like, yeah, he is what we thought he was. Yes. So it's like, yeah, there's a fart joke in an Adam Sandler movie. What the fuck did you think? You're just not 15 anymore. Right. And But he is. And that's yeah, sort great. of like the joy of it. Yeah. I mean, you if you watch his stand-up special... It never feels like it's not him. Yeah. So that's the beauty of that special, and it's also the beauty of the... So it's like, you know, what you're saying with the, you know, the female reboot, right. you can never you can never keep up with nostalgia. Right. Like, I watched Ghostbusters for the first time in my 20s mm. and fell asleep during it. Yeah. <laughs> Scenes are too long. Yeah, I was just like, this is fine. Yeah. It has its moments. When the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man made an appearance at a certain age, you were like... Oh my fucking god! Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Right. <laughs> and now you're like, yeah, I, I can, f I like, listen, that I, I've seen. There's, we, we're turning people into their younger selves now. Right. You know, Samuel L. Jackson is going to be in the totally. new, the new fucking Avengers, and it's going to look like he's 15. Yeah. And and it looks real. I don't think Stay Puff Marshmallow Man is going to wow me anymore. No, it doesn't do it anymore. No. So I. I I, I like what you're doing. So this is just spoofing the idea that it has to be the old thing yes. redone. But what if it was like with actual women in mind? Yeah. So for example, Please. The Matrix okay. has been rewritten so that instead of choosing between the red pill and the blue pill, she has to choose between two birth control pills. Love it. Love it. Because mm -hmm. of course that's what it would be. About. Because those are the real choices we make when yes. it comes to pills. Yes. What about what other movies have you done? We've done The Shining. The Shining. The Shining, where Love she it. is trying to get away to just write a work email without using the word just okay. or an exclamation point. <laughs> this is great. Um, we do Snakes on a Plane. I don't want to ruin it. Okay. Because um, it's just one quick line. It's, it's, it's quick all, blackout. Yeah, I hear you. Um, we've done The Fight Club. Okay, That's cool. Passive Aggressive Fight Club. Love that. Mm -hmm. And what's going to come up on March 15th? You're doing it at the pit. We're doing it at the pit. And so, what, what's the do you uh, do you announce the movie or is it a surprise? It's it's a, it's a series of movies. It's it's oh, all so each we don't sketch, do yeah we just do like a scene from so each sketch is a yes. different movie. Right, love it. So all of you guys, I mean, I was just talking about this with Petey. Just there's so many cool shows in New York City that go on that nobody knows about yeah. just because you have to really search these things out. And I like to think that this podcast kind of stretches. With, this isn't a comedy talk comedy podcast. You don't have to love stand up to what listen to this so a lot of you are just looking for shit to do yeah this is shit to do where you look like 
it's an easy, no um, hassle night. Right. A lot of these things, buy the ticket, get to... No, 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 no. you show up at the pit on the 15th. You say, I want to be at all-female re- uh, reboot. You go to the bar, you pick up a beer, you go in, you watch the, the show. Even if you, you say, I have to be out by 10, you leave at 10. Yeah, you'll be done. Nobody at the show is going to sit there and go, well, do you have your receipt? It's not going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Low impact. It's an it's hour fun. show. You'll and see it, a good stand-up comedian up top and then a bunch of... And fun sketches. It's fun sketches. And you're going to meet, see people. I remember one time I went to UCB before I started doing comedy and I saw the dude. Oh, it's, I, I'm so bad with names. The guy who uh, was in, the guy. <laughs> From the thing? <laughs> From the thing. With I the know hair him. and the yeah, shirts. Yeah. He, uh, he was in, um, he was in the fantasy football TV show. Nick Carl. Carl. Not him, but Matsukis. Jason mm. Matsukis. So wow, I, I, it's weird how one name leads you to the next. Yeah, I was nowhere near Matsukis. You got that. And then Nick Kroll, you Jason Matsukis. He used to be in the C- UCB like players, like he was just one of the. And then like a, a month later, I'm like, he's like a little guy in a movie. Yeah, you know, he's like, and it, it, you know, it's nice to see that. So you could be at Ariel Elias' show. And you're like, oh, shit, saw her when that whole thing. Yeah. So go follow, go support All Female Reboot at Ariel S. Elias. We were just talking from the last show. So mm-hmm. these are going to kind of connect because we taped two in a row to get ahead. Papa JT has got to get on the road. So we got to <laughs> get these, these fresh and hot to be made later. Shelby coming in on a Wednesday. Hump day. That's right. <laughs> So, I, so I, 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 we were talking about that girl who wrote in, and you had a, such a great point about it. So basically, to repeat last week's email, she wrote in that she saw her boyfriend DMing, responding to Instagram stories. So all of us knowing the right. app, we know the deal. It says message at the bottom of a story. He wrote something back to this newswoman who was hot and had some bathing suit pictures. She had never responded to him, and his response was, well, you write Jared Freed, when are you coming to my city? Right. Same thing. And I, I like the way you, ex- you're like, because I'm like, he's, it, it, it felt like I was in a court of law, and, <laughs> and he got out on a technicality, because yes. he is right. Right. Because it's like, well, so we're like, logically, you know that the two things are, they are the same, yes. right? Like it's hard to make the argument that they're not. Yes. But there's something instinctive where you're like, no, what he's doing is more wrong than what she's doing. Sure. <sighs> because like what she's doing with you, what I was saying before is like what she's doing with you is that like you entertain her. You are who she wants to come see. And hypothetically bring her boyfriend to come see with her. Right. Share it's a, a shared date. experience. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if we go black and white on it, we say... You ask the dude where he's going to be when he's coming to your city. That's right. what he can lean on. But also, we know it's like, not that. Maybe it's a shared experience. Maybe she, not that you're not wonderful, but like sure. maybe this isn't something he wants to go to. And Fine. this is now an errand for him, mm. a chore for him. Yeah, that's true too. Which like, I think he would be pleasantly surprised by like, but, but, I, I would yes. hope, but maybe it's for her and her girls to go. Right. Yeah. Whereas for him, he's really just like commenting on, like a woman with bikini photos 
but that's entertainment for him. Sure. So like I see where both sides of that come down. And to me, it's like there was when there were all of these obscenity laws in the U.S., Mm -hmm. there was a Supreme Court justice who at one point said, like, I can't define porn, but I know it when I see it. Yes. And that's what this feels like. It's like I can't define necessarily like why his is different. I just know that it is. It's so true. And it's funny because we, you know, when we had the email read on the air and you can go back and listen to that episode, all three men just kind of like giggle. (laughs) Like we've done it. We know it. The response to an Instagram story, it's like the it's it's basically the lane is open for you to get just it's the doors open a crack. Maybe it'll open it farther. That's kind of what the response to hot chick might get you in the dream of all dreams. But if it's nothing, then no shit on my back. Right. And that's kind of the problem. You know, that leads to a lot of other issues of being a woman on social media. You just have these guys that are like. A real, a real pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's just guys that are like going, yeah, whatever. I just threw a bone. You well, know? and I get, I think it's the same thing of like why men check out women like mm. all the time. Like I think it's just an instinct for a lot of men sure. and it doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's just like, this is what I do. Whereas women, I think like we tend to do it more like communicative communicatively okay as opposed to like checking you out it's like for me at least like no i get my like attraction yes there's physical but like Mm. if a guy has a funny line i'm so attracted to him yeah and so it's like well what he's doing is like commenting on these hot photos Mm -hmm. what she's doing is like looking for your hot funny lines so that could be more detrimental to him I'm I'm saying like in the logic in the court of law like they are still equivalent. Yes. Yeah. I I, I that's why I, yeah, I could see why he would use me as the yes. issue. It's an interesting thing. I that's see why his this, perspective. That's why this podcast exists. Have the hard conversations. We talk about the luxury issues of the world. Keep a powerful them. conversation. That's what we're you here for. You can't miss. You can't miss it. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do some emails. You ready? I'm so ready. At Ariel S. Elias on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support. The show, March 15th at the pit. All female reboot. A blast. I like doing a hypothetical just to start out. Yeah, please. Get us going. Fuck, marry, kill. You're familiar with the game? Very familiar. Papa JT, enjoyed your set in Stanford. Keep killing it. Let's get down to it. Marry, fuck, kill. Pancakes, waffles, French toast. Ooh. Okay. A breakfast edition. These are also all sweet breakfast items. I would call it a sweet Mm -hmm. breakfast item item addition because i'm not usually i'm a savory breakfast guy pancakes for the table okay i know i know my answer okay fuck mary kill pancakes waffles french toast i marry pancakes okay i fuck french toast and i kill waffles wow okay see i i I like where you're going with that Mm -hmm. shelby kill Waffles. It's like I have to cut all this stuff. It's a yeah, whole thing. <laughs> Could hurt the top of your mouth. Pancakes. Uh, better in thought than actual delivery a lot mm. of the time. Interesting. But you marry French toast. It's kind of like both of them put together. Can I explain my reasoning? Please. Okay. I kill waffles because fuck having equipment. 
How dare equipment. you? How dare you require me to buy a waffle maker? A waffle maker that can do nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah, it serves <laughs> no other purpose. It, the only thing it can do is make other things into waffles. Yeah, waffle shape. It's not yeah. all waffle is is pancake batter mm. in a different shape. I don't need it in my life. I, I kill agree. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go and, away. And, and it is annoying that someone was like, "Yeah, this is good, but what about a different shape?" The only right. t- defense of waffles that I'll give is it is it's like having all crust. Mm, interesting. I don't like crust. I prefer so, middle. Uh, okay, so this is what I'm saying. So with waffles, there's all crust, pancakes, no crust, all cake. Yeah. This is okay. the difference. Um, and pancakes are so versatile. Mm. You can throw whatever you want in there. A lot of different stuff can go in there. So but many s- different things. Same like could a be said for a waffle. It's like a marriage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but again, the equipment. That's what really, that's what for me is the, is the death nail in the coffin uh, for the waffle. I'll say this. I'm with you. We're killing waffles. We're marrying pancakes just because of, you could have 30 different pancakes and they'd all be different. Can be, yeah. You know, different sizes, different and different tastes, mm-hmm. different consistency. You can go to a place that's like, oh, we got a short stack here, that and silver dollars versus the regular. There's just a lot of stuff going on. You never I'm, get bored. You're never gonna be bored. French toast, I'm fucking because when French toast, there's a place in the city that is like, I went to this place for brunch once, and it has like. Hala French toast. Yes. Well, that's the only way to do a French toast is with Hala. The only way. In my opinion. I mean, but this is what I'm saying. French toast, when you have it, you're like, this is decadent. Like, yes. we're really doing something today. Right. And, and eggs by cracked. which, I mean, I'm doing nothing after yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, This is the beginning of my death. Stuff them with things at an IHOP, if you will. Yes. Shelby bringing us to sad, depressing IHOP. <laughs> IHOP's depressing. I sometimes I've been in IHOPs where I've gone. This is it. This is the end of my life. I love them. You love them. I I the French toast can be done in a way where it's like French toast can be high endized is what I mean. Sure. So that's why I'm fucking it. Yeah. You're gonna spend a lot of money. You yes. know it's not worth it. Just like fucking J Train Podcast Gmail.com. J Train podcast at gmail.com love this email admitting i've had bigger hello j train shelby and guests i've been dating my boyfriend for seven months now when we first started seeing each other he asked why i hadn't commented on his dick size Mm, needy it's weird right yeah just inviting an answer you're not gonna like yeah and if it hasn't been said it's kind of like after a comedy show I don't go up to people going, did you think I was funny? Right. Or like when somebody goes up to the other comedian next to you and they're like, I loved you and says nothing to you. You got to let it go. I let it go. What about me? Right. You stunk. <laughs> or they're like, you, I, you, good for you. You're doing it. You're doing yeah, what it. Do you, like, it seems already like you're either fishing for a compliment or fishing for a fight. Yes. And said that every girl I've been with always comments on its size and says it's big. This guy's got an issue. Me being an idiot, just trying to be honest, admitted to him that I hadn't ju- just hadn't thought about it and that I'd had bigger. Love her. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> Hell yeah. the Although my boyfriend is not small by any means. That's the thing. He probably has a bigger penis. Right. He's probably too proud of that fact. Yes. 
Um, it's I, become too important. To yes. Him. I also tried to explain that I thought he, his size was perfect for me and that I didn't mm-hmm. need bigger, always meant better. I know penis size is a huge ego thing for guys, so should I have just lied? No. Anyways, he told me that it really hurt his feelings, and around a month or two ago, he mentioned that my comments still hurt his feelings if he happens to think about uh, if he happens to think about it. My problem is I want to be able to compliment him on his size, but I feel like if I say anything about it now, his mind will go back to what I said before, and he'll just get upset thinking about how it's not big, it's the biggest I've ever had. What can I do about this? Any thoughts? I mean, my thoughts right off are she's 100% correct yeah. about everything. Did nothing wrong. I mean, correct. the biggest thing that was done wrong here is saying, so what do you think of my big penis? Yes, he's in the wrong here um, where it's either like this is somebody who is either not secure in the relationship and mm. is like, well, I'll just say I'm picking a fight about something mm. and like... I don't know because she's right. There's no like there's no easy thing that she can now do to like quote unquote fix this because she didn't break it. And even any mention of liking his penis feels kind of fake. Right. Because it's like, oh, yeah, sure. Now you're just saying it. You're just trying to get me back here. Where It's like, you're right. I am just saying it because you asked me. You brought us here. You brought us here. It is. It's fascinating to me that men are. so, And I get I understand like men are very concerned with their penis Mm -hmm. size and like you've been conditioned that way like it's Mm -hmm. the butt of every joke to like have a small penis which is so patently untrue about the vast majority of my sexual experiences i've never been like oh this is now a deal breaker or like oh boy you know like (laughs) you weren't convinced by a penis no uh, no i've never been convinced by a penis or turned away by a penis correct yeah this makes sense um i i i think that's the reality and the thing you know for this guy, I think his issues are so large. Yes. And I'm not talking about his penis. <laughs> I'm talking about his issues are way bigger than she can even handle. <laughs> Thank you, the crowd here. I, uh, I, I, because like at this point, he gets his, he almost probably gets off during sex to the idea that you're, he's the biggest you've ever had. Right. Yes, he's somebody who would tape you guys having sex just to watch himself. Yes. And that's not something you can really... This is like, you know, therapy time for this dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's past therapy time. Yeah. it's It should have happened sooner. Because also, like, if you're putting that much stock in the size of your dick, something mm. that you have no say over, no control over. Sure. There are no weights you can lift. Maybe there are weights you can lift and I'm just looking at the right, wrong <laughs> sites. But like Different part of the gym. <laughs> that's the dark web. Um, <laughs> but if you're putting that much weight into it, it's like, well, for one, it's like not, he's not, it's nothing that she can control Something for him. Something else is wrong. Yes. And I think that's the thing she has to like think about. What else in his life sucks so much mm-hmm. that the only thing he can do is rely on the size of his penis for worth also seven months in is a long time to then be like by the way this bothers me like that seems like something did she say seven well, months in they're seven months in now i think when uh he brought it up that everyone said something about it and he was were uh that and then when she said it, it wasn't now it's come up okay that i it's kind of like when people celebrate their birthdays for a month <laughs> do you know what yes. i mean like you Go did, on <laughs> you, you did nothing to make this birthday yeah that's just the day you were born what else is wrong right it, like 
you need a month of birthday celebration to feel like you're an adequate person. It's the same thing as him being like, I need this penis to be recognized. Which is, it's also like a very selfish compliment. It's like, mm-hmm. you're, he's not asking like, why didn't you say that I made you come? Yeah. Like that I kind of understand and a little bit funny. more. Yeah. And that's like concerned with her pleasure. Whereas this has nothing to do with pleasure. It's just his own ego. Yeah. And I kind of get it. Like my, like I have great eyes, but mm. like for a long time, my boyfriend didn't say anything about my eyes. And mm. I was like, what the fuck? Like I have beautiful yeah. eyes. Why wouldn't you just tell me that? And he was When's like, my eye day coming. Right. Well, in his response, I mean, it was such a good response where I was like, mm, you've studied. Mm. Uh, but he was just like, why well, like everything? And Ooh. I was like, yep, yep, yep. There's nothing there I don't like. Yeah, he was just How like, I know the whole see? face. When, when you shine like the sun, you yes. can't see the center. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this, this makes sense. You couldn't I, see the tree through the forest. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I don't know what she can do, you know? Breakup. Like, I mean, <laughs> sorry. this is going to erupt in other ways. Yes. Is, is really, I don't think it's about the penis. It's never about the penis. It's about what is he deficient in otherwise does he have a bad job is mm-hmm. he not taking you out is he does he not feel good about his weight or his looks or whatever you gotta maybe prop those things up yeah maybe talk about those hey wow you're looking good today wow right. uh, you know i think you gotta leave penis island and go on to his <laughs> other fucked up problems yes i think it's worth and i uh like complimenting the things that you genuinely do like about yeah. this person and make that frequent because like not for the sake of saying it, but because you genuinely mean it. Sure. But like be generous with your compliments. With yeah. and I think like everybody should do that. With Abs- everybody. The worst people in the world are the ones that give a compliment and they go, and it's me giving it. Right. Or I never. I'm never I'm a dick. So you're getting mm-hmm. a compliment from me. Yeah. That's worth thirty compliments. You're like Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, who do you? Oh, whoa, whoa. Let me go report this to the Times. Right. You know? And if he's like, but you still don't compliment my dick. It's like, well, now, like, you know, for sure that's a him problem. Yeah, yeah. You have an issue with this. Yes. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ariel Elias. Ariel S. Elias on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support. We're sponsored, people. We are sponsored. Meandies. Who wants to remind you that love is in the air? We just did Valentine's Day. Rather than spending all the money you got, all the money, all that money going out to fancy restaurants, wouldn't you rather just hang out in your underwear all night, courtesy of MeUndies? I would. MeUndies are the softest underwear I've ever worn. They're on me right now, quite literally tickling my nuts. Same here. Shelby, too? Mm hmm. MeUndies, brothers. MeUndies are made from the ultra-soft micro-modal fabric. It's three times softer than cotton. It feels like feathers against your skin. And you know J-Train loves that, the father of feathers. Whether you're a guy or a girl, they've got the style just right for you. They've got lots of different cuts and styles from boy shorts to thongs, boxers, and briefs. All their undies are available in a variety of colors and adventurous prints. Here's what I like about MeUndies. It mm. comes in so many prints, so many styles and colors and flavors that you can really surprise the person you're with. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the punchline on the end of a joke. You're in bed, you're with her lady, with your guy, they unrobe you. <gasps> is that hearts on your underwear? This is crazy. Look at you. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's a fun surprise. It's never taken the wrong way. 
It's one of those things that shows you don't take yourself too seriously. If your underwear had like a lightning bolt down the side, that's kind of funny. If it, <laughs> if it had like, if your underwear was like cut, like a European cut and like looked like all fancy and had Gucci all over it, they'd go, well, I don't know. This, is a, this guy mm-hmm. really loves himself. Yes. If it's, you know, a fun cartoon character with a little heart in his hand or a cat or a dog. Oh, come on. Yeah, a pussy on your pussy. Hilarious. Love that. And to celebrate you love every day of the year, uh, uh, every day of the year, MeUndies will be releasing a new print every Tuesday. They're not stopping at just undies. This year, MeUndies is putting out special V-Day prints and lounge pants and onesies as well. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. If any of you are first-time purchasers, when you order MeUndies, you get 15% off free shipping. That's 15% off, off and free shipping. 15% off and free shipping. Come on, this is a no-brainer. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you'll ever put on. To get 15% off your first pair of free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. <coughs> There's a lot of penis questions. I don't mean to... No, let me hear him. I mean, I've been looking at the same one for years. <laughs> the same one. You're 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 engaged. I am. Uh, how was that? How did it, how did it happen? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I was in curled up in my dog's bed, uh, very full from a dinner, mm. and uh, staring at my phone. And my boyfriend said, "Is this you at your happiest?" And I said, "Yeah, probably." Yeah. Uh, and then he, uh, like he like told me he loved me and yeah. then he I looked at how he was kneeling and he had like one knee out and like one knee in and then I uh, made the fun of him the normal way the normal way yeah. that one would do yeah um and then I made fun of him and I said what are you proposing and he said <laughs> you couldn't even take it seriously <laughs> I can't yeah and he said yes and then he pulled out the ring and I told him to fuck off no <laughs> way because it is that that I was like real like I'm so full we can't have sex after this yes like why would you do this now but also like yeah let's fucking do it yeah and then my dog got very upset at the f- slightest exhibition of emotion from the two of us really yeah why well i mean i think usually she just got very excited and then insisted on like sitting between us Mm. because i think normally the two of us are very like calm yeah and there was level-headed dogs can just sense yes they sense there's like oh something's happening does this mean that i lose my home well this is kind of on that subject i'm a huge fan of the real comical view of the current dating world I'm 26, live in San Diego. When I was 22, Tinder was easy for me. I had no problem being a shallow jerk, and it seemed to work very well for getting dates and lays. As I've gotten older, I've grown out of the gamey persona and want connection, so I'm less gamey and more genuine. However, what seems to be consistent is the woman losing attraction after a couple of dates, even with or without sex involved. I've read countless books and articles on attraction, yet I can never keep a woman around without it being platonic. What's your advice on avoiding the friend zone entirely and how can I maintain attraction levels? I don't enjoy bars and clubs for meeting women, but if that's my only option for meeting women these days, by continuing the numbers game, then I'm willing to buckle down and put the reps in. Any help would be appreciated. So there's a guy writing in. Mm -hmm. He's looking for real. Yeah. Doesn't want the games. What would you say from a female side? Why is he losing? Why do you think he's losing attention? So I think 
I, I don't necessarily think it's him. Mm. I think as we get older, women especially get better at finding red flags early okay. on or just cutting ties and being like, this isn't going to work. I can mm-hmm. see why it's not going to work. I'm out immediately. Okay. Um, I also very much disagree that bars and clubs are the only way to meet people. I yeah. think those are maybe I have a joke about it, but like those are the worst places to meet people. Sure. Um, join a club, like go find a hobby Yeah. Uh, that involves other people. Yeah, I think I think there's a thing where your only interest can't be dating. Yeah. It can't be I'm going out to get me a woman. Right. I stop think, reading articles about attraction. Yeah, you got to stop with that stuff. I, I that's the thing. I can read it in his sometimes the answers in the emails, the articles about attraction, the the idea I talk about putting in reps, but I mean the idea the idea of reps is more for conversationally, like getting yourself better. It's not Yes, this is a numbers game. You're going to meet someone at some point, but you know, people don't want to be a number to someone else. Right. And they can read that on you. I think a big thing, the joining clubs, but also like get into your shit. Yeah. I think it's very apparent when someone doesn't have things they're into. And I'm not saying like I can't tell you to like something, but like. What do you like? What do you like to do? Do you like going to sports games? Do you like going to, you know, concerts? Do you, you know, dig into those things and do those with friends? Yeah. Because that's really what relieves you. No one wants to hang with the per Like, I remember I went to this bar once and I was by myself. And I was just like sitting at the bar, just having a drink. It was like late Saturday night after shows and stuff. And I'm in the corner and I like this one bar because it had like a corner seat that I could sit and just watch people and be on my phone. That's how I wanted to have a drink. Mm -hmm. And then there was another guy there alone. And he was going from group to group of women just like, hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. What's going on? How you been? And I remember like, and he wasn't a bad looking dude. It was just like, but you could tell like he had, it was almost like he wore a sign that said, I am here to find woman. Yeah. And I ended up, what ended up happening was three girls are next to me that he approached and walked away from. And they kind of looked at me and started laughing after he walked away. And I go, is that guy like being ridiculous? And they're like, it just felt like I was in some sort of like, you know, hitch. Yeah. And and I started talking to them about, I end up hooking up. Of course you, you know, did. Like I, I, and it was because I was do, there to do the thing I wanted to do. Right. I was there to have drink and phone and tweet and judge. Mm-hmm. And he was there to do something that he thought he had to do to get to there. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. Well, like women look like... <sighs> I think on one, like, yet men are constantly trying to hook up with us. Sure. So even if your intentions are much more noble mm-hmm. and much more sincere. As it sounds like his are. Yes. I don't doubt that, like, he's genuinely just like, I want a relationship. But any sense of, like, it sounds to me a little bit like you're like, any woman will do mm. as long as she stays attracted to me. Yeah. And we can tell and we don't like that yeah you want to be special you want to be thought of the you know oh this is the one i chose right i would also say like 26 is still very young totally. like you can yeah like f- exactly like to figure out what you want to do do that and like 
it'll happen. But do it with friends. People want to go around people having their own fun Mm -hmm. time. They want to know that you got your boat, they got their boat, and they don't have to fucking worry about you drowning on the side when they sail away. Right. So it's it's more about it, like if I if you're going to a, a baseball game, like girls are at baseball games. Like mm-hmm. I, you go to I use baseball as one because it's just a fun day drink. So you go with yeah. four friends and you guys are having fun and you're betting on all the hitters and all that shit. And then so and then you go to the bar and you're like, "Hey, what's going on?" They and talk to a If you talk to a girl in that way, you're not it's this almost sounds needy to me. Yeah. Like I need I need a woman who's going to take this spot and make me feel like I'm loved. And it's like, no, you love yourself, then you can be loved. Right. That's when it goes down. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Relationship. Mm. I hope this is about poop. <laughs> Scat play. That's right. Whatever you're into. Hi, Jared. I randomly sent you a semi-drunk rant earlier today regarding my reason to drink, why guys pursue chicks and then add act like dicks. Okay. My question to you, or rather Chardonnay-induced demand, <laughs> was to piece on my way, uh, was to do a piece on why guys go out to uh, their, uh, go out there to talk to girl, get their attention, make plans, and fucking flake off. Why? I don't fucking get it. Why do we allow this to be a thing? Stop letting this be a thing, Gretchen. And everything I hear is to just let it it's go. Let the, I got it. Okay. Let the guy go. Don't push or he'll think you're clingy or needy. What? I'm neither. I'm a fucking human being who thinks test treating others like a human being is just common decency. Well, I agree with everything she said. She was really hitting those keys hard when she yeah, typed it. Yeah, can I ask really what was. time this was sent? Uh... 10 o'clock at night on, oh, okay. on a Sunday. <laughs> That's fine. But I, I understand where she's coming from. It sounds like she's annoyed at someone specifically. But, you know, I'm not saying, you know, the whole clingy thing, I've never really thought of that as a thing. That seemed like an excuse guy, you know, both sides would use as to why it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was too clingy or she was too clingy. And it's really that it wasn't well, it's, the match. Yeah, it's like that age old thing of like guys can just say like, she was crazy. Yeah. And we're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Totally <laughs> nuts. And then, and then girls go, I don't want to be crazy. So now it's like we've created this whole world where guys can just say that. I, I understand that that is a thing. She writes, so why? Why is it okay to be treated this way? Why do guys think it's something to be proud of? Anyone can act like a piece of shit, but being a person who actually holds themselves accountable for their own actions is actually mm-hmm. infinitely greater strength. So, my friend, cough, cough, had a guy go out of his way to start up a conversation via DM. And for a month, they talked back and forth. Okay, so now we're on to the real question. Yes. Um, you know, her complaints... There's a point with dating right now, and it, this kind of happens where someone, guy or girl, doesn't matter who thinks that they're the Socrates of dating and they go, why should anyone act this way? (laughs) How could men treat women like they are not a human being? And we all have, and it's like all shit that you can't disagree with. Like everything she says is right. Yeah. But then we're human. 
Then mm-hmm. there's people that have uh, fears and don't want to be jerks, but end up being a bigger jerk. And there's people that are ghosting because of their own fears of having to, you know, don't think that they're good enough to dump someone else. Mm-hmm. There's so many emotional things that like aren't as right as she sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Where she's like, treat everyone nice. And it's like, like yeah, Sesame Street. (laughs) (laughs) You know, treat everyone nice until someone fucks you over. I think there's also something about when these interactions happen on a screen, (laughs) it dehumanizes the person on the other end of it. And it is so much easier to ghost them or to not respond to to whatever or to break plans because it's just a quick... You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to hear the tone in their voice. You don't have to look them in the eye. And everyone's replaceable. Yes. Everyone is someone you can throw away for the next time. Everyone, and especially with apps where if you're in a big city especially, Mm -hmm. a new person shows up every second that's just as hot as the last person. I uh, had a friend, like a girl she said recently, like a friend of mine that her, like someone was weird with her Tinder that they like flagged the pick. And just complaining that, oh, I lost thousands of matches. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, those are That's thousands crazy. of people you never wanted to speak to anyway. Right. We're all like, and that's a good point, Shelby. We're all holding on. We don't want to act. We don't want to be the one that like didn't invest in Apple. So, do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, so a lot of what's going on uh, is you don't want to be that guy like, I have a friend who went on a date with uh, Lady Gaga. Oh. Yeah. Back in the day. De- like, mm-hmm. way back. <laughs> It'd but be crazy if it was like last week. Last she was week. on Tinder. Yeah. It was, a, it was a good date, you know? No, it was way, way back when she yeah. was in the city. And I think she went to NYU, right? Mm-hmm. So, but he talks about it all the time. He's married with a kid now. Like, it's not like right. it's something he... But there is that idea that, like, I could have been with Lady Gaga. Yeah, you know, sure. like. So nobody wants to throw, say, I'm not investing in Apple. Fuck Apple. Then 10 years from now, it's like, yeah, you'd, you'd be a billionaire. Right. You and some people, I know that's not the equivalent for relationships, but there is the thought of like, I don't want to be the one that just throws away good for bad. Right. But the problem is this whole time you're thinking, I should have invested in Apple. I could have invested in Apple. You're missing out on like the next Apple. Totally. Because you're too busy ruining the time that you said no when you should have said yes. Or holding on to Apple. Right. But not doing anything with it. Yeah. So it never gets to go and do this thing on their own. You know, it never gets to be the billion dollar company. In dating sense. Yes. Then it forgets to find the next person. So she writes, my friend Cough Cough had a guy go out of his way to start up a conversation. Oh, I'm starting to think it wasn't her friend. Yeah, via DM. And for a month, they talked back and forth. One day, he says he wants to see her. Make some plans. First, it was clear your schedule. It was clear your schedule. I want to see you this weekend. Then it was definitely going to try to see you. Then it was, I have to go work out. O- I have to work overnight. But I can see you tomorrow which turned into a late night Insta story post of him out drinking before an overnight shift. And then he completely flaked on the next day's plans. I could tell you countless stories of douchebags from good looking guys to mediocre, hot, uh, mediocre to hot girls. Oh, to okay. The looks does not seem to matter. No, it doesn't, Mm-mm. but there is an underlying, uh, something out there and I'd like to see you explore it. What is a guy thinking when he pursues, makes plans, bails, and then goes Adu whispers fondly. What do we think? This situation. You tell me. Well, 
this goes back to the ease of DM. Mm-hmm. And this goes back. I'm not going to blame this. Like she wants to say, this is what men are doing and boohoo women are weak. That's not how I believe this. We live. There's two things going on here, in my opinion. The DM is easy to send mm-hmm. and it's easy to make promises that cost you zero dollars and zero time. Yeah. It, the, the men you are dealing with have the gun in their hand and it's just really easy to fire. So they keep DMing and, and if you'll respond in kind, then their, their bluff is somewhat called. Yeah. Now, and it's like going back, I know we're going back a podcast, but we brought it up earlier. That guy who sent the message to the sportscaster, sportscaster is in a two-year relationship. Let's say she writes back, hey, I'm down. Let's do something this weekend. Now he has to choose between his two-year relationship and the sportscaster. Yeah. Is he going to do that? Well, you're disposable. He can ghost you and never have to deal with you because you're someone he messaged over DM. Right. What does he owe you? So that brings me back to her responsibility. Your responsibility is to be a better buyer. Mm. You know, you can't... Just because a guy DMs you and says nice things doesn't mean that that was tough for him to do. Right. How available were you? Did you say, well, hey, I can do drinks next Tuesday. That's the only day I can do. I don't even know you. You're a stranger who DM me. Yeah. You didn't say that. You said, let's do a weekend together because you guys message over DM. Right. And he demanded that you clear your schedule. Yeah. Which is also crazy. Well, you're going to clear your schedule for someone you've never fucking met right. that has never had to add up to anything you've wanted mm-hmm. that sent a few nice things about your fucking vacation picture in thailand i think there's also this thing of like you can make plans too like you can say like oh okay let's specifically meet here at this time that day and that doesn't make you a lesser woman or a lesser anything i think it makes you a i mean not better but like but i think it 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 makes you seem like you know yeah you know what you want and you value your time and i think that's harder for people to ghost on i think when it's this vague general like oh i'm gonna try to see you it's very easy to be like "Mm, sorry i couldn't yeah but if you give somebody a specific time it's a little harder the minute it went from clear your weekend to i'm gonna try and make it happen your responsibility is to go Fuck well, you. uh hey i have things planned this weekend i want to make sure i know what we're doing you were afraid of getting turned down. Yeah. And, and that's okay. But again, this goes back to these are human issues. Mm-hmm. It's not just guys keep talking to us and then they ghost. It's guys, you know, get a little hard, see on DM, send a DM. You respond and they go, whoa, I'm a, I'm a man now. And then they go, well, now I have to actually hang out with her and shit. I live an hour away and I don't want to drive all that way. And right. I have a girlfriend back home and real life comes mm-hmm. you know comes to pass i yeah he might just like knowing that he has the option of you and At, that's it and that and that's the issue with what's going on today sometimes it just feels good to have someone respond mhm and that's all they wanted that's all they needed sometimes it's like if you are like looking for a place to eat and there's like McDonald's on one side and Burger King on the other. Mm. You're always going to choose McDonald's. Like, you know, you love McDonald's, but it makes you want McDonald's more knowing that Burger King is there. Yeah. Like knowing that there's a little competition. There's something else there that could, that could eat me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I understand, but to make this the trials of the world that I can't <laughs> control, I understand why she's doing it and where it comes from, but we have to, we have to like, 
we have to be real with ourselves. A guy DM'd you because he saw a hot picture. Okay? It's it's as that's as big a deal as a guy yelling, Hey mommy, as you walk down the street. Mm-hmm. And then you turn and go, Well what? Yeah, it's digital catcalling. Digital catcalling. That yeah, that is a good all these DMs that are responses to stories. And it does feel good to have someone respond to your stories. I get yeah. it. I'm the same way. I'm not absolved of that, but I I think the minute you start you you just be this bag in the wind for any gust of DM that comes through, you have to you don't have to be a little bit stronger. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Love this sponsor. Because this is about becoming a man. Up your game. Mapalim. Ooh, Mapalim. Isn't it sound nice? It does sound nice. Doesn't that sound like a luxurious brand? Mapalim. It sounds like bathing in butter. That's exactly what it is. It's the first direct-to-consumer male wellness and lifestyle brand, giving guys everywhere access to luxury grooming and lifestyle essentials, such as hair care, skin care, and beard care. Listen, I got the oils, I got the soaps, I got the shampoo, I got the hair cream. It's all good makes you feel good and that's because it's made with the the nutrients that are sourced from the region's different coasts the mediterranean Mm. italy france greece turkey spain the locals have been turning on this music and putting it on their bodies for thousands of years it's now becoming a growing trend among guys want to be more conscious about what they use on their hair and skin. Oh, thank God. Right? As a lady. So appreciated. Right. And this is the thing. Mapalim, the packaging is nice. The the look of it. It just, you you walk into a guy's bathroom and you see, you know, ecto-cooler fucking bath soap. And you're like, this is a boy. Yes. When you see the Mapalim name, whoa. This guy. This is a man. This is a man. This is someone that didn't just go to the to the you know the the grocery store and took the first thing. Yeah, he go. He might have a four hundred one k. He might have a four hundred one k. He might have a plan. He might wash his underwear. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. it's a better looking, better elevated without it being crazy expensive. Mapalim is all about the Mediterranean lifestyle and enjoying the good things in life. The pleasures of simple luxury, indulging in the things you love, taking that extra minute in the morning to invest in yourself. It's all just great smelling, great feeling products. The oil, I put that oil all over myself. <laughs> I'm just bathing in that fucking oil. So to get your grooming essentials at mapalim.com, that's M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com, mapalim.com. Use the promo code JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. 10% off. The oil's great. The hair stuff is awesome. I got a big thing of the shampoo and soap. I use it every day. And we love Mapalim, Mapalim, Mapalim. Get involved with Mapalim. Here with Ariel Elias. At Ariel S. Elias on Twitter and Instagram. All-female reboot, March 15th at the pit. Let's do another email. You ready? Yes, please. These are fun. These are fun. That we and we have tons. Uh, to bang or not to bang? 
Sure. Okay. Longtime lady listeners saw you in Seattle a while ago and you were great. Feather, feather. I'm coming back to Seattle in June. FYI. Preview City. Now down to business. I'm 23. I've only had sex twice with my longtime high school boyfriend. Okay? Okay. No, no judgments here. Not at all. So I'm as close to a virgin as you can get. Well, don't do that to yourself. Well, one time would be as close to a virgin as you can get. But. I did it twice. Since then, I haven't been in a long-term relationship, but have had a good amount of hookups. Sex has always been something that gives me anxiety. Fear of getting hurt, pregnant, regret, too attached, jealousy, etc. So I just don't do it. It takes a lot for me to trust someone enough to feel comfortable having sex, and no one has been more been consistent enough for me to get to that point. I guess you could say I'm a little old-fashioned. What do you think of that? You know, have sex when you want. Good for you. I think That's more fine. people would be... I, I think she like she's like defending herself yeah, for not yeah, having sex. Too. I don't think she has to do this at all. No, like, I think like there's so many people that write in that... I'm not saying they're wrong either, but they write in and they go... They don't know what sex does to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like you're ahead of the game. Yeah. You know it gives you... You've admitted... Mm-hmm. Sometimes knowing what gives you the feelings in life that don't feel good ahead of time is your savior. I would also say like the first mm, four years that I was sexually active, mm. I can't think of any of them that were like particularly good. Yeah. Like you're not really missing out one. Also like or fun. Was it fun? Sometimes. Yeah, it yeah. was. It could be fun, but it's like. I, you know, I could also have done without a lot of it. Mm. There's nothing wrong at all. I think also like, frankly, like I, st- and I mean, it's maybe this is like a little too heavy, but like it comes from a lot of trauma, but like I still get anxiety sometimes with sure. sex and it's something I have to like talk about with my partner. Yeah. Like I just, she's not alone at all. I think that's no, I, I, she's not alone. Everyone has anxieties about sex. I think also like, you know, just knowing that there's other people out there that have those same feelings, but also like, you know, I'd rather be, you know, I remember like hooking up with certain girls and being like, we both went down to each other and that was it. Yeah. And I was like, man, that was good, clean fun. Yes. You know, like <laughs> I walked away being like, I have nothing on my mind. Like, cause I've always that person that always have been like pregnancy. That was always a thing mm. that would ring to me. That would make me anxious. That would make me spend the month thinking about one person that I wasn't sure I drank too much or whatever it was. And, you know, there were so many times where I didn't have sex and I'd wake up in the morning with that person and be like, this was fucking great. Yeah. We did everything but, and we all walked away feeling good about this. And from what I knew, you know, so I think like owning that might help her a lot. Yeah. Owning that that's okay. Mm -hmm. And, and, and can be fun. And she's right. Like, sex can be a scary totally. thing. There are so many things that could go wrong. She writes, however, this is something I do feel so, uh, pretty self-conscious about. I think it has turned guys away when I don't want to have sex after the first or second time we hang out. And I feel if I do have sex, I won't be good at it. And that weirds guys out that I've only had sex with one person. And it was a long time ago. I also have red hair. So I think it narrows down my <laughs> options <laughs> and attracts a lot of weirdos. I will say 
anything about you attracts weirdos. <laughs> yeah. To be, to I, be once, I forget who has this joke, but somebody had a joke of like, whatever your biggest insecurity is, it's a fetish for somebody. Yeah, that's so, oh my God. She's walking around being like, ah, this bright red hair. And then someone's going, that bright red hair. Right, she's yeah. right. But also like, yeah, yeah everybody... You're Probably gonna, fine. There's a weirdo for everybody. There truly is. <laughs> Anyways, the reason this has come up is that I'm going to visit a long time off and on hookup with whom there are genuine feelings involved. He is someone that I trust and feel comfortable with, but it's not. Uh, but he's not into commitment. Not to mention we live in different states. Uh, so I'm wondering, should I just go for it? Conquer my fears and insecurities with someone uh, I've already been with physical, uh, physically and who I know I cares about me. I don't want to push myself, regret it, and risk ruining what we have. And he has always said he thinks it's good. We haven't had sex and never pushes me. But I'm now so not not the. Uh, I'm also at the point where I think I may need to get out of my head and just bite the bullet. Any advice huh. on this? What should I do? I think you shouldn't decide right now mm. what you're gonna do. Like play it by ear, see how it goes, see how it if it feels right to you. Like when you're there, when you're with him, when you guys are being mm -hmm. physical. Like if you want to have sex with him and that's what you want to do, then like have sex. If you yeah. if, if if it feels right, you know what you're going into. You know that there's no relationship that's going to come out of this. Like no serious commitment. And if you're okay with that, then like. Go for it. The most, I, I totally agree with that. The most important part of this whole thing is that you feel comfortable. With yeah. Yourself. And even that, not planning it out, which I totally agree with. And then, you you know, if you guys have this like, anyways, uh, I'm going to visit. You're going to visit this guy. Mm -hmm. Go visit. Your number one concern is what are we going to do on this trip to have the best time? What are you and I going to do together to have fun together so that it is so normal and comfortable? All this sexual stuff, it'll happen as it happens. Yeah. When you get to the bedroom, over-talk it out with them. Always. Tell the guy your insecurities. Let him know. And only if that day has gone well. Right. You know, if you're in the mood, tell him, hey, it's been a long time. I feel like I get connected to people. And he might look at you and go, listen, we won't have sex then. Yeah. He might look and go, if this is, you know, I think it's a discussion between you two once you have that trust that'll make you feel good about whatever the result is. Mm -hmm. If you look at each other and go, yeah, I, I'm just feeling it right now. We've had such a fun day. But concentrate on the day. Yeah. Because that day will lead you to a night that you'll feel, you know, the day might go badly and you go, yeah, I'm just going to go home to my friend's place. I'm not staying here. And and you'll feel, you'll be like, oh, good thing I didn't, because if you go in going, Sex tonight. Right. Uh, we didn't, and then not plan a day. Then you're like, you're stuck. Then it's the first thing you do. You get it out of the way. And then you're like, I don't even know if I like this fucking mm -hmm. I, I think concentrate on what you're doing during that day. And also what I said before about walking away going, listen, I feel pretty good that we didn't do. I feel pretty good that we did everything, but mm -hmm. I'm happy with that situation too. Yeah. I, th I think that there's, so much importance on talking about it during that people don't do. Yeah. And during like, does sex, this feel like, like even saying, does this feel good? And tell him what does feel good and totally. tell him like what doesn't. And he'll, if, if he's not okay with that, yeah. then like get the fuck out. You know, and, like, and not even saying I'm not good at this saying things like I don't, you know, it's been a long time. 
I'm not really sure, you know, where to go from here. And, you know, like giving that vulnerability, but you only give it to someone you trust. It's okay to be inexperienced. It's, yeah, everyone like, is it, at like, some point. It's like when you try to get a job and they're like, oh, I see that there's no experience on your resume. And you're like, yeah, that's why I'm here to yeah. get the experience. Totally. Like, like, let him be your starter. Like, it's, a, it's okay. Or let whoever you want to be your starter. Like, don't yeah. worry. Guy, you don't have to do that much during sex. Like, as a woman, there's very little <laughs> that you really have to do. I feel like every YouTube video has, like, made you, and, like, porn makes you think that you have to be, like, swerving every mm. different body part in a different direction at the same time and it's like nah girl like let him go to Hammertown. let him go to Hammertown. <laughs> let him get his reps in like yeah. like test him on his planking ability sure. like you don't have and like and vocalize that and if you want to do more like do more do more but you're fi- there's so little that you have to do <laughs> yeah sex. but it's also this is all comfortability like and also not apologizing for being uncomfortable right and that's okay I I have friends who are still virgins and yeah. it's because they're very religious mm. but like it's fine like if a guy I think it's sort of there's something kind of nice about having what you think is a red flag that actually helps you filter out men who are red flags yeah. like the biggest well, example for me is like sure. I have herpes. Okay. And if I, I tell a guy when I was dating, like if I told them like I have herpes and they're like, well, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Sure. I was like, well, then you couldn't handle the other things that I yeah. didn't tell you tonight. <laughs> there is no way you will be able to handle the emotional baggage that I have going on. Sure. And it was just like a nice way to filter out who couldn't handle shit. It's a it's a glass half full way to look at it. Yes. And that's kind of what I thought about when her email said. Well, I feel like I'm losing guys. No, you're losing guys that never would have been there to begin. Yes. At the end of the day, they mm-hmm. they never would have stuck around. You're not losing guys. You're losing bad experiences. Yeah. That you now never have to have. There you go. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ariel Elias. We got time for one more. Yes, we do. One more email. <laughs> I like this um, <laughs> at Ariel S. Elias. I like this email. This person. Good re- email alert. Well, we'll see. It's a good discussion. What do you think? I mean, you're a writer. You've written for many places. So many. So many. I, I do some writing on my own. This person wrote in. What do you think of the whole fuck, fuck Jerry thing? Mm. And this isn't a normal question that we would get on this show. Interesting that they wanted to hear from this show. I, I'm fine with it. Do you want to give a background? For so fuck, know? fuck Jerry is that basically fuck Jerry made the documentary about the fire festival and it's on Netflix and doing, I'm sure, pretty well. And people are saying this is a company that made its money off of taking memes from comedians without paying them or giving them credit and then built itself up to a point where they had enough money that they could become a marketing company. And then they represented Fire Festival. It was a disaster. Mm-hmm. And then they made a documentary about the disaster, the disaster that they, they helped to created. create. <laughs> and it's a really good documentary because guess who owns all the footage? Fuck, Fuck Jerry. Jerry. So, and the I would recommend the Hulu one I think is better oh interesting i think the netflix one is better but i'm glad i watched the hulu i think you have to watch the hulu one first then the netflix absolutely because the hulu one is more objective 
like the whole, the Netflix one, Netflix one's fun, but there is a point where you're like everyone's going, and then we did this, and then we did that, and it's like it's that guy's fault. It's like what? Right? Aren't you involved it's in this at so all? So many people's fault. But the the basic premise of fuck fuck Jerry, to me, and maybe you know differently or better than I do, was that unfollow this guy, this mm-hmm. person, Elliot, and I'll tell a story. I did a show for them a bunch of years ago. And I remember it was before, right before like people started realizing they were stealing and mm-hmm. not giving credit to, um, to creators as we were are. Yeah, <clears throat> I did the show and I was I went up first and it was a really tough show because it was in like a WeWork situation mm-hmm. where it's like this group office and they had like a little stadium area area of seating in their like social room, and it was a lot of people there and I I was doing like mediocre. I wasn't doing well. And I remember saying, I'm ha- I got annoyed during my set. And I said, I'm happy this isn't going well. Uh, because then fuck Jerry would have stole all my lines. It's <laughs> very funny. And everyone did this move where they go, oh, ooh. How dare you call us out ooh. on the thing that we do. And fuck Jerry, the guy, Elliot, started going, move on. Move on. No. Like they kind of mm-hmm. like, it turned into like, you know, the King's Court or some shit. And I'm like, and I said, I go, what, are we all just going to lie to each other? You guys yeah. built a whole company uh, stepping on people like me. And that was my, like, you know, goodbye moment. Mm-hmm. And I laughed it off. And then... That was your contractually, you still have to pay me. Yeah, pay <laughs> me moment. as I get off. On, I did the time. And, um, you even have the right to feel that way. And yeah. I have the right to not care. That's right. That's uh, They looked at me with a very bachelor contestant piss off. Then after that happened, the fat Jewish started getting called out because he got signed by CAA. And I had already had this moment where I was like, yeah, we all know what's going on. And then, you know, as my social media thing has gone up, I've had things of mine taken and I'll give you an inside look on what happens. What happens is, um, you'll find out that your tweet is somewhere else and that they've conveniently crossed out your name, cropped out your name or not used your Instagram handle. Or they've stripped the words from the tweet because I only post tweets with the timestamp on it for a that exact reason. Mm-hmm. There's only one way to steal it. It's to rewrite it. Yeah. To plagiarize. So it's not even like... So, so sometimes it'll just be the words with no... But then what will happen is they'll tag someone else. So what I would do is someone would report it to me. I would message them. I'd say, hey, um, that is my tweet um i would like for you if you could please tag me or take it down Mm -hmm. i go those are your two options then they wouldn't get back to me and i'd have to comment and i'd have people that were fans of mine comment and there would be another account tagged what these accounts do is they're all talking to each other they're all working together so they'll play a game of of they'll play a shell game so they'll go, they'll tag a friend of theirs and then say to me, oh, well, I found it there. Where did they get it from? And then they'll be like, well, I found it here. And then I found it there. And then by the end of it, I don't have a company. Right. I can't spend all day on this. Like playing this telephone game. Totally. And they'll say to me, oh, our intern found it. And they found it on that. That's why they tagged them. Mm-hmm. But they're all just tagging other million follower accounts. Right. And then if you don't believe me, go look at the ones... if. A lot of these have become private. 
Because they don't want people who don't follow them. Uh, so they that's how so do you have sneaky. a you have a million followers, but you're private? That's crazy. So just again to this we told this girl to be a better a better consumer of your yeah. DMers. We have to be a better consumer of who we follow on these things. Yeah. And listen, I'm I'm not crying because then it always got put on me. Anytime I would say, Hey, friends of mine, people that I know, they would go, Oh, Boo-hoo, someone took your... And they say it's just the internet. But Fuck Jerry is a multi-million dollar company. Yeah. And because they've pulled together all of these memes and tweets over time, that now people go, I think Fuck Jerry's funny. They And then they started calling themselves... Um, what do they call themselves? Uh, curators. Content curators. Content curators. Well, NBC is a content curator. NBC pays for the shows that go on NBC. And NBC, like even the news channel still ask permission for the footage that they use. Totally. They still get releases, like all of that shit. It's very frustrating because it's like the way that we... We get blamed too. Yes. And they make us to be the babies, which is very frustrating. Yes. It's for, it's not as if we're just like doing our job like at the office blah blah yeah. blah and also like oh i'm kind of like funny on twitter and instagram so i just like sure. do these things oh and like now i have followers from because fuck jerry reposted this thing like cool it's like no we make our living from the words that we come up with yeah. in the order that we come up with them in totally that's how we make and also like dog walking but like that's how <laughs> we make our living we our we are our product sure so for somebody to steal that and then very, profit off of it it's very personal yes it yeah. hurt, like it hurts i tweeted something once that like got I don't know. It was it was like a tweet that got re some I I was like I basically like typed in my tweet into the Twitter search and like found other people who had just tweeted it as their own. Mm. And they weren't even like major companies. They were just people on Twitter who were yeah. like, I can seem funny if I and I yeah. was it hurt. I was like, no, I like came up with that. Yeah. And I remember the process that led me to come up with it mm. and the aha moment that I had and how like how good it felt. And I still didn't get paid for it, but like it was mine. And and that's the thing. It's like uh, the most honest people get fucked in the end. Mm -hmm. It's like all of us, not, no one got into comedy to make their billions. Right. So <laughs> it, it's, it's like you started writing these things because you fully enjoyed writing and hear the response to it and hear the laugh from it and have it, you know, the gamification of it is that Twitter allows you to count the retweets mm -hmm. and the favorites. And, you know, as dumb and small as that sounds, that's, you know, sometimes it's enough. Yeah. To just keep going. Well, and we get as silly as it sounds like we get things because of the amount of followers that we have absolutely many times so to crop somebody's name out to crop yeah. out their handle to take it without permission you're taking you're essentially saying like you don't get those followers now therefore you don't get this gig now yeah and, and it's very true and it's um it's so the you know especially there's nothing for them to lose by putting the name and putting and doing the right thing. And it plays into like a very generational thing for me. Like it feels like everyone, it feels very millennial to be like, not only do I have to be NBC, but I have to be Seinfeld. Right. You yeah. know, it feels very millennial to be like, 
well, I'm funny. Right. But you, why don't you just be a producer? No, but I'm funny. I'm me. And it's like, you can't be everything. It's like the people on Instagram that, you know, the models that have to be in a crop top with abs and then tell me how much they love pizza. Right. You can't be at yes. all. You're a crop top hottie. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Right. You don't love pizza. You miss pizza. Yes. That's hilarious. I. It's true. Yeah. And it's, it's um, so when people, you know, what, how do I feel about it? I would love, uh, you know, um, and I do work with Betches where, you know, some people could say, well, Betches, you know, do they, they have a huge account. They, they use other people. And I would, I hope that they credit people. They've always credited me. Anytime I've messaged them with somebody's tweet that they put mm-hmm. up, because I've had people message me, hey, Betches put my thing up. I go, and I message them and they put it up right away. So, yeah. you know, they've been pretty open with me about it. In my experience, I've just noticed the experience with other places. I mean, it's gotten so bad that Fuck Jerry did post my thing like uh, three weeks ago before the Fuck Fuck Jerry mm-hmm. thing came up. And someone was like, you're on Fuck Jerry. And I and I was genuinely surprised that I was tagged. Mm-hmm. Like I saw it and I go, well, because now wow. they're, yeah, well, now this they're- was it, like as they were moving towards that they're giving credit to everyone. I know they're doing it now. But this, I was like, wow. Yeah. This wasn't a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's just, it's, I'm glad that they're crediting people now. It is like too little too late. Like if they had just done that from the beginning, I think people would be much less angry. Oh, but now it's like, it's like I'm so easily manipulated by like corporations where it's like, if you just do like two good things, I'll forget about the child (laughs) slavery. Like my friend and I were talking the other day about how like Walmart hires like uh, mentally disabled people sure. to be their greeters. And it was like, yeah, why don't they talk about that more? If they did, I would like kind of like let a lot of things slide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were like, maybe Walmart isn't the bad guy. We're just like, of course they are, but it's complicated yeah. where it's like, yeah, you just have to do like three good things to get away with 10 bad well, things. <laughs> and they didn't fuck. Jerry didn't bother doing a single one until they started losing followers. Yeah. And that's, what's so unfair. It's and like now you also need to do a little more compensation. Like you need to pay people. They, they they, you know, yeah. I mean, Sam Morell put the, you know, put up a Conan set where Fat Jewish took one of his Conan lines, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, and it, it, it's really all people want is just be, you know, you can't, you, you don't have to be a billionaire. Yeah, you can be, you know, or get it there on your own. But right. this isn't on your own. <laughs> you know, no. this is stepping on other people. <gasps> it's a, it's a really frustrating thing for people in our world because it's like. All you're doing is trying to get your stuff out there to get like a job doing the thing you like doing. Yeah, man. I just, yeah. yeah. And it's, um, yeah, these accounts, I mean, they exist. They're out there. The ones that are private, I don't trust. And even as you said, the do one good thing, like it's just easy. Yeah. Do one. There was another example I was going to Venmo me $20. (laughs) That's all. It's the same handle. (laughs) Well, Ariel Elias, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Such a pleasure having you. Uh, Shelby, we've got time for some news. We have one news. Let's do one news story. This news story is uh, kind of a bummer. But maybe it can help some people. Okay. (laughs) I love bummers. Okay, well, Ariel likes bummers. right up my alley. There we go. Heard of the blogger Stephanie Yeboa. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. I don't know Stephanie. She's at nerd about time on Twitter. 
Nerd About Time. Okay. Nerd About Town. Nerd About Town. Okay, what about Excuse her? me. She wrote a blog post she, she on... She better be a fucking nerd with that name. Wrote a blog post on Refinery29 titled, I found out the guy I was dating did it for a dare. Oh. Here's what happened next. Stephanie Yaboa, yeah, she... Um, I saw this story. I didn't. You didn't see this story. Mm-mm. It's interesting. It's mm-hmm. very sad. So she was dating a guy... She got asked out by a guy. They met on Bumble or chatting on uh, the app WhatsApp, sort of like texting. They She's from went London, out. so this makes sense. They were chatting, this and that. Things were going good. And then she invited him over to her place to like cook him dinner, watch some shows. She says, I know, I know, rookie mistake. Like I said, I'm a dating newbie. What do you think about that? That was the second date. What was the second date? Over to her place where she cooked for him and they kind of hung out. I don't think there's a, such a thing as a mistake. After. That sounds great. Yeah. So cook they, uh, yeah, make some meals. Ate, hung out. They did end up sleeping together. Okay. But that was the last this time. This guy really went through with the dare. Last time she heard from him. Okay. Cut to this week when I received an email from a friend of his. Apparently, he had shown my blog to his friends for approval. She has a popular blog. Mm-hmm. This friend tells me that in interest of full transparency, he thought he should let me know that the reason I had not heard from him since our second date, but because he had dared to pull a fat chick and upon completing the dare, had won a sum of money from his friends that they had pulled together. Yeah. She said she felt sick. She went to the bathroom and cried. And Especially, uh, more than the bet is him having sex with her. Like, and then thinking back to, like, you're with someone that didn't want to be there, maybe. But it also feels like he's looking for an excuse for being with someone that he might have been attracted yeah, to. Like, it, he, like, I think it's like his friends were like, oh, shit. And then he was like, well, no, I don't, you know, and then went, you know, mm-hmm. on this whole dare lie, like he is attracted to her. So what happened? She decided to go to Twitter from it. She is, like with it. She has a popular Twitter account. She's plus size, as you could yeah, surmise she's a, from the email. She's very pretty. And uh, people kind of had a lot of positive reactions because it's like a horrible thing to happen to anybody. Yeah, it's like me. It's, yeah, just, it's mean. just mean. It's just mean and unnecessary. Especially she's an adult. This isn't... Also, you know, it's like 2019. Like... How are we? How is this still like? I, I don't know. How is the guy calling her to let her know? Like, why yeah, would she I have want a problem. to know that? I also have a problem with the with the quote unquote like friend of the guy. Yeah, who why like, is he who's doing like, that? No, I just felt like I should tell you. You should know. It's like no, she, she doesn't need to, need to know. No, you're saying this to stir up shit. Yeah, and because you like the you like being seen as the good guy. Yeah, and that that doesn't make you a good guy. No, it makes you a fucking piece of shit. Like kind of like a like a you're like a as the Jews call it yenta. <laughs> you know, like yes, it's, uh, I, I don't know a better word than that. No, but that's I, perfect. Yeah, it's just the whole thing's just I ju- gross. I did just have a flashback to being seven. Yeah, um, but yes. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, the whole thing is just icky in every sense, you know. But then she wrote a blog, and it was about thin privilege. Yes, like uh, how. 
kind of don't know, you got to really get your hopes up when you're a plus size person dating. Like, why are they really gonna are they be into, into me after we hook up? Or mm. they kind of have some weird fetish? Is are they just like, I'll try this? Or, well, this it's funny that this like blew up because she used the word privilege. Mm. That that word is uh you know, weaponized now Mm -hmm. where it's like people get so offended if they hear it. Right. They're like, how dare you say that anything in my life has been easy? Yeah. It's like, well, a couple (laughs) things happened. So then she wrote this whole thing about, it was called thin privilege. Is that what it was? Yeah, I hear it a lot when it comes to clothes, how it's harder for plus size women to like just not only shop, like, hey, why why isn't there like a kind of H&M store for us? Why is our clothes kind of shitty? Like, yeah, things like that, and like, I, what do you think of that idea of like, I? It's interesting in the world where privilege is discussed. Mm-hmm. That what I think is interesting about the story is as horrible and icky as it is, is she brings up the idea that like thin people have a privilege that I don't. Sure, and I would uh, totally agree with that statement. There's hot privilege. There's thin privilege. There's white privilege. There's there's. All down, but I think what's so funny to me is the people with the whole privilege conversation becomes about white privilege, and then everyone else mm. is like, "Well, we've taken care of that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All of us are now better for it." Right. And it's like if you, the minute you start calling someone number one on the privilege list, now you got to go two through ten. Mm-hmm. I think they also bring up like how we see uh, like Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Oh my God, look how jacked he is! And then be like, well, why don't you go work out and get jacked? Like it's not simple. It's kind of the same. Like people go, oh, we well, didn't like that this happened. Why don't you lose weight? Like it's not. It's not like that. Yeah. It's, it's it's also like it's well, she's not the problem. Yeah, no. like like being fat or being plus size is like not the issue. The issue is the way that you're treated for that totally that like, someone fucked with you because of th- how you look right yeah you get to look however you want sure like that's she's saying yeah i guess the privilege of being thin and is what is saying that there's never a bet amongst sure. men to pull a thin right. i never uh, but, have to be afraid of that sure um and she's like i've never i don't know if i've been like plus size i've been definitely heavier and like and so this is the extent to my experience that Mm. i can speak on but like yeah i was treated dramatically different by mostly men and women too but Mm. like yeah you're treated differently by the world you're invisible or you're thin yeah like that's how the world often treats you yeah and And it it sucks it sucks and i i just think it's so funny that people were like how could you (laughs) their first moment just i think the word privilege sets people off so much like i think it like it's such a weaponized word it's such like and she writes a thing sure her point is valid yeah like you live a different life but that's a point that could be made for any look across the grid it can be but it is like yeah the world is not set up for like the world even though like at one point maybe it's not true anymore but like the majority of people in this country were like overweight Mm. the world is still like she is right clothes are it's hard to find and like women's clothing especially is like it's expensive it's it it gets like the way that we dress the way that we present ourselves is the way that we get treated sure it's like 
it's very like I'm just thinking in terms of like bras even like trying to find bras is maybe one of the most stressful <laughs> difficult things where I'm like I save up for a year for a bra like, yeah. and if you're plus size like you can't even go into a regular lingerie store I and heard buy about it. that it's never it's uh, you've heard about that <laughs> people talk about it well I heard about it because a bra company sponsored you up podcast the other podcast and mm. they talk the whole pitch was the half sizes yeah that you could find sizes that were in between and how much of a struggle that is for people and I had no idea you know whatever but I yeah it's uh I mean listen I'm a short torsoed wide-bodied guy yeah good luck finding a t-shirt <laughs> yeah you know? so this is uh we all have our things sure and it's what I found that the blowback to her was funny to me because it was like you know you have certain people that were like but I'm not in this conversation so let me chime in yeah yeah like or like look the privilege thing it's not about me and it's like it's it's about all of these things are about everybody you know when we lash out at people yeah and it's it's interesting to see you know her point is valid then you got this girl who wrote a my thin privilege and she's like annoyed that someone would say that about her now it's her coming to peace with that oh i accept it it's like This is the internet. This is the craziness Uh of the world we live in. But it is. I'd love to have Stephanie Yaboa on the show. I think she'd be a good guest. Maybe she could call in. Call in because we might be doing a call in line. We might, if I remember my laptop charger. Did she name the guy by chance? She said uh, his name was Robert, and she did not text him back because. The, the friend got back to her after he had not, like, you know, ghosted. So she yeah. said, fuck this guy. He ghosted. I'll delete his number. And then the friend. So she couldn't, like, call him back and say, hey, what the fuck, asshole? I hate that friend. She got his so number. I do, much. too. I hate all of the, the whole group. Every the guy whole group involved stinks. in that. Thanks. Well, Shelby, thank you for Ugh. bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Ariel Elias, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Jared Such Freed. a pleasure. At Ariel S. Elias on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go right now. It's on my Instagram. I post every episode. March 15th at The Pit. All-female reboot. Go check it out. Funny, awesome show that makes you look like you know something in this town. <laughs> Go, go, go. I'm Jared Freed. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your question. We'll be back next episode. Boom.